Drive with Mike Wills. In for John Matham. On Cape Talk. It's Friday afternoon, so John normally talks books. I've got very good news in the world of books. Barnes & Noble are the most famous American bookstore chain. And they've been long been in contraction, and many people like me, I love bookstores. I love bookstores almost more than I love books. And I've been really worried that they were going to shrink away and die thanks to Kindle and online bookstores and all kinds of stuff. The good news is, after a decade in contraction, Barnes & Noble is expanding. The biggest American bookstore chain is expanding. It plans to open 30 new stores this year, including some in locations where Amazon tried and failed to build brick-and-mortar bookstores themselves. It's quite amazing. Bookstores are making a comeback. And that's my feel about bookshops in Cape Town. I go to quite a few of them, and they generally seem to be in good health. They seem to be better off than they were a while ago. Stocks are better. There's generally an atmosphere of people in there buying, which is great. Bookstores seem to be bouncing back. The chief executive of Barnes & Noble asked why, said bookstores work by being places in which you discover books with an enjoyment, with a pleasure, with a serendipity that is simply impossible to replicate online. And to do that, you have to have a good bookstore. Amen to that. Long may that trend continue. One book you might want to consider buying. It's about two years old. I found it quite hard to get a hold of. My daughter recommended it to me, said I had to read this, and uh, I battled to get a hold of it, but it's only two years old. And it was quite an important book by Penguin, published by Penguin, by an author called Jason Hickel. The book is called Less is More, How Degrowth will save the world. And this links back to our water conversation that we had earlier on in the show. Hickel describes himself as an economic anthropologist. He was actually born in Eswatini, Swaziland as was, uh, now attached to the LSE and various other institutions in Europe. And he's a man who's on a mission to get growth out of the equation. He says, and I quote, Capitalism is fundamentally dependent on growth. If the economy doesn't grow, it collapses into recession. Debts pile up, people lose their jobs and homes, lives shatter. Governments have to scramble to keep industrial activity growing in a perpetual bid to stave off crisis. So we're trapped. Growth is a structural imperative, an iron law, and it has ironclad ideological support. Politicians on the left and right may bicker about how to distribute the yields of growth, But when it comes to the pursuit of growth itself, they are united. There's no daylight between them. Growthism, as we might call it, stands as one of the most hegemonic ideologies in modern history. Nobody stops to question it. And he links that to the use and abuse of GDP, uh, gross domestic product, as as a measurement of growth. And he points out, and many people have, it's a clumsy, inaccurate instrument. It doesn't measure so many things that matter to quality of life that it is almost irrelevant to to talk about GDP. Now, the book is uh, rhetorical. It's a polemic. It's coming from one point of view. I can pick holes in the argument very easily. I think he has a romantic notion of the pre-industrial revolution world. He narrowly defines capitalism as solely being about big corporations. He does rely too much on what ought to be rather than what will be. He doesn't challenge enough societies which have attempted to direct economies in this kind of way with these kinds of tools that he's recommending, and they have all failed to deliver benefits to their societies. It doesn't really live in the real world in a lot of ways, however you should read it, because it tests and challenges so many assumptions we make 
about the economy, about employment, about who benefits, about how it works, and about where we need to look for longer-term solutions for the world. We cannot simply keep on using more, building more, creating more, making more, making things grow under the illusion that growth is the only thing that delivers some kind of benefit to mass populations. It's a good book in that it really does make you think. And some of his solutions are very interesting in terms of really obvious targets. Food waste across the world. Just get rid of half the food wastage and we make a massive leap forward. Beef. Just cut way back on the beef industry. The arms industry. Single-use plastic. Cars. Railroads, something I was talking about at the beginning of the show. And he goes on to lots of other things about using usership rather than ownership. Very good, simple analogy. In prosperous areas where we all have lawns. Ah, my street I used to live in, seven houses. Every one of them had a lawnmower. Why? You only use the thing once every two weeks. Why can't there just be one lawnmower in the street and we all just borrow it and move it around? But we know we want it our own, so we make six lawnmowers when we should only make one. It's that kind of argument he makes very compellingly. So it's worth reading, less is more, How Degrowth Will Save the World by Jason Hickel. As I say, if you've got a good economic mind and a good background in politics, and I'm not claiming I have, you can probably pick a lot of holes in what he says. But I think it's worth listening to what he says, to challenge so many of our assumptions around the role of growth and the essential drive for growth and what we really need to do to make ourselves a saner and happier place to live. And there was one left of center idea that I really liked, and it was around frequent flyers. You know, it's, everyone knows this. Flying around the world is bad for in every way. It really is. And I'm going overseas shortly, and I'm guilty, and I'm going. But he said, instead of having frequent flyer rewards, you should have a frequent flyer levy. The more you fly, the more you pay, not the less. Don't incentivize people to fly a lot. We've got to put in place flying much less. That's just one of the little things he points out. I'm not doing justice to the book in the way I've summarized it, but I really do think... Each and every one of us should read this kind of text just to challenge our assumptions about the role of the economy and the key drivers in it. That book is Less Is More, How Degrowth Will Save the World, published by Penguin by Jason Hickel.